What's going on, fans? My name is Josh. I'm here, as always, by uh, with my co-host and uh, great friend, Matt Liston. What's going on, guys? Today, we're going to talk about the upcoming video game movies and TV shows. And this is the Nerdflip Podcast. So, Matt, what's new this week? Bring us in with other news. Other news, new stuff, new stuff. There's a lot of, dude, there's a ton. And uh, I think I've tried to filter out what I think that I found most interesting. So we got a lot, but I'm going to just try to hit the hit the high notes. And we're going to start with, of course, something very near and dear to my heart, Josh. And I'm going to let you guess what that might be. Um, Penis. Oh, no, it's not a penis. No, oh, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be the one and only, the most awesome superhero on the planet, uh, Batman. Oh, Batman. Yes. So um, Josh did an absolutely outstanding article on the uh, webpage, so go check that out for sure. He really broke it down nicely and kind of summarized where we're at, what we know to this point and everything. And I think it was uh, definitely uh, a worth, a, worth a read. So check that out for sure. But um, the big news that really popped out was the new Batmobile. Yes. So, yeah, dude. So I, I just, I looked at that and I'm like, dude, it, 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 it fits. I think it fits so well into the design and what I feel the Batman's going towards. Right. So I really do think that they that they're gonna do this right, and I like it. I like the car a lot. It's very to me when as soon as I looked at it, it kind of like it also reminded me of like you know matchbox cars too, you know in a sense. Yeah. But it it it, it really resonated as like that 1960s late 60s Dodge Chargers look, that real aggressive type front with the inlaid headlights and that overhanging hood part on the front um i mean again you can't get a full look at everything that's going on in the car but it doesn't look overly um like batmanish in the sense like you don't have you know the rocket launchers on the side and the, all the other bs it looks like a car that has been modified and well i mean i, I think that we're going to get at least some of that stuff because if you look at no, um, I think you're going to get it, but what I'm saying is it's not prominent. Mm. You know what I mean? But go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I think you're you're right. I think it's going to be more of like a James Bond like type of vehicle, I know, to where yeah. you know, to where to where everything is kind of hidden. But there, if you look in, there's there's one shot that's from the back, and if you look in um, on that shot, um, you can see uh, a a video screen of some sort. You know, if not touch screen. And then a bunch of like toggle buttons, or yeah. like uh, press buttons, and so I think that we're gonna get a lot of a lot of uh, gadgets um, with this car. I hope so. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I definitely want to see them, and I think you're right. I think we will see those things, but I think that the package they put it in fits very nicely into what I perceive the genre or the way they're approaching the bat's gonna go. 
And, you know, it, it would it would make sense that it would be more of a sub. And I, and I use the word subdue in comparison to what we've seen in the other back cars, like the Nolan car and, the, yeah. and the, obviously the earlier 80s Batman cars and stuff like that. It's definitely going to have it, it's just like this car could pass you on the streets almost. You know what I mean? I mean, given it's yeah. a little bit more jazzed up than that, you know, I mean, it's. It's step beyond Fast and the Furious, but it's still a sweet looking ride, though. Well, I I think that I mean I talked about a little bit about it in the uh, the article, but yeah, the um all the the previous cars like like there's there's a very few um select people within Gotham that could afford those types of things, you know. Yeah. Um, so so it kind of pinpoints down on Bruce Wayne. I like the fact that um you know it, it's it's a every man car uh, to a point with a you know with the exception of like the v12 in the back yeah. um but the 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 car doesn't look too flashy to where you're like oh well you know there's definitely like a billionaire um driving yeah. that vehicle um so that's nice um from from a standpoint and then then the other thing is that it's it's practical right like it's it's something that that and and functional like it it seems like it seems like they're they're going for for a very comic book accurate batman um and some of the things that we're seeing but it also seems like they're they're grounding um batman a little bit i've seen i've seen a lot of people like like say that's like too postmodern and things like that and I, i i disagree like i think that this the batmobile shows further evidence that this is going to be um uh, a a a grounded and comic book accurate batman oh i agree i think that what you said too is like no i just was saying like you know to your judge i think that it makes good sense because i think that you know we're seeing the bat car probably in its bat mode so the car almost to be honest with you, looks obtainable in a sense to everybody else yeah. and uh I, I i do agree that i i don't think that that have been, you know, which I mean, don't get me wrong. I think they work in the premise of the way that they're presenting the bat in this movie. This movie, I think it's going to work great because I mean, look at the bike. The bike is the bike is cool. It's completely blocked out. But it, but I mean, outside of the the bat fender on the front on the headlight, it's a bike. Yeah. It's a bike. Yeah, you yeah. It looks like so, a it looks like a Ducati actually. Like it's, it's yeah. just like a, a simple bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no, I agree, and I and I, I kind of like the subtlety of it because basically I like the idea that this guy he's rolling down in this car, and all of a sudden he can just like as you said, tons of switches, right? Flick a switch, and that shit just turns into like badass, you know. Okay. So I like it. I think those are great. I'm so glad they leaked those, or well, leaked is not the right word. They posted them, so. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I like it. I like the aggressiveness of the front. I like the back end of it. I think it's a good car. I think it looks sweet. I think it looks great. So, can't yeah, wait. I think I think in typical fashion with the way that we get the the suit too, we're probably gonna get um uh real life footage of the the vehicle um in action here in the next week. Yeah. So something well, to be on the lookout for. Well, well, let's let's hope so. All right, well, let's move off the car for a little bit. And, uh, I mean, uh, I do have more bat news, though. Go ahead. So, let me ask you, 80 years ago, something happened. Do you know what that is? Um, 
it's about a year from the 80th anniversary of Batman. I would say like Robin, Dick Grayson. You're correct. It's the it's the debut of the dynamic duo, baby. Robin was introduced, man. So it was the official uh, official launch of him in Detective Comics number 38. So that's when we got Robin. So it's 80 years for those guys. Very nice. So I thought I'd just throw that out there. It's pretty cool. Uh, what sucks, though, that like the 38 cover, which is huh, just kind of weak. It has Batman holding like a, uh, a circus hoop with paper over the front of it. And Robin's busting through the paper. Obviously, I'm getting the connection. Obviously, you know, the circus and the whole deal and all that type of stuff. But it just, it just, it's amazing when you look at how far the artisticness of comics has come oh, from yeah. that period of time. It's just, it's mind boggling. It's just mind boggling now. I mean, to, to think that, but no, it's still an iconic piece. It's a, it's a beautiful and it's just, it's awesome. I mean, obviously, we talk a shit ton about Batman and we don't always bring in Robin to the discussions, but. You know, I mean, obviously, Robin's one of Josh's favorite DC guys, or Nightwing, I should say, is one of your favorites. Yeah, yeah Dick so, Grayson is my favorite comic book character. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, it's the uh, it is official. So there you go. I thought to very check nice. it out. Um, all right. So moving on, let's go to. I have just a litany of things. I'll save those two. We'll take a little bit longer. Let's go. Oh. So, um, you know, we don't talk a ton about video games that much on here. Um, we Well, that's not really true either. I mean, Josh and I do talk at nauseum about video games at certain times, but there's one that I saw. It was a trailer that came, came out. What's that? We, we really just talk about whatever we want to on this. That's true. <laughs> we do. So guess what? I'm going to talk about this PS4 game that's coming out that looks super-ass <laughs> cool. So... It's uh, it's called Ghost of Shashimi, I think. It's it's I don't know how to pronounce the name completely. It's come down on June 26th, though. And anyway, so it's the story of this one dude, and his, it's um, it, he's a samurai who basically starts to betray the samurai the samurai way in order to combat the um, Mongol invaders. Dude, the storyline alone is just awesome so but the the video if you haven't seen this go watch it. it's a movie dude and the gameplay looks outstanding so obviously you can always do the cutscenes for video games and like oh that's so cool but the actual playable pieces that they show too oh it looks it looks fantastic so i don't know i just saw it tonight i was just cruising around saw it i'm like man that's really cool and i wanted to throw that out there because um you know i play a ton of video games i'm sure everyone else listening probably games too but looks really nice what's the name of the video it just made me think it's called ghost of chassis star wars game not that long ago well i got it when it came out on pre-order got that and I started playing it, and, I, and don't get me wrong, I love it. I mean, I do love it because it's Star Wars, but it's yeah. not a game that keeps calling me back. Like, Spider-Man, when Josh and I played Spider-Man, that game kept calling me back until I finished every last little piece of it, you know? This game, like, Star Wars is not calling me back. And the day I was uh, sitting around, I was doing work in my son's room, um, and... Uh, 
had a little bit of a break, so I popped on. Uh, dude, it's it's outstanding, outstanding. Yeah. So check it out. It's a really good game. So, but anyways, but that other one on the PS4, I like it. Now, something else I saw when we're talking about video games too, and I didn't really want to bring it up too much because I don't know about the legitimacy of this. But there is something floating out there on the net about the PS5, and it shows the PS. It shows AP what they're saying is a PS5, but I can't validate it. But it looks it looks really cool. It has like a digital display on the front that will show your character icon that you have associated with your PS account, and then it has the game that you're playing. And then if someone else joins in, it will put their their little icon up there and stuff like that. Um, Again, I guess, I mean, I haven't broke down the hardware of the what's projected in the PS5, but, I mean, it's coming. So, I mean, it may, legit, it may not be legit. It looks very similar in styling. I mean, it's like water and thinner and things like that. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they came out with... Um, yeah, they came out with all the specs and stuff on the PS5. Um, and then they were supposed to be announcing... Um, the PS5 soon. I think that it's been delayed though, with the the coronavirus scare. Um, that well, that Sony's going South back out. Southwest, I think it's canceled, right? Yeah, I think they were gonna display it over at, like an um display it over at the the Pac East, um mm-hmm. or Pac West, and that got canceled as well. But then you're right, South by Southwest got canceled. Um, pretty much all the upcoming conventions um have been canceled. Um, there was a little bit of PS5 news though, like um, one of the first games that are, is coming out for PS5 mm-hmm. um, was just announced, um, and as a Star Wars game, they're coming out with the Star Wars Maverick, which is supposed to be like a flight simulator um, for various Star Wars, uh, uh, you know, ships and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's a lighter game. Um, yeah. Not, I, I don't know like how much storyline or anything like that has. Um, it's being developed by EA, um, and it's going to be the they they specifically designed it to be one of the first games on PS5. That's awesome. Well, there was an old um, game that was oh god, this is real dating me too. I want to say it was oh god, it may have been in late eighties, mid nineties, and everything. All you would see is your arms holding the handles of the Tie Fighter. But as you increase, you would keep gaining these tasks. It was a pretty cool game, actually, for its day. I mean, it really – it's only PC, I believe. It was only on PC. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be sick. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. All right. Off of that, and um, let's go – let's go over to – um. Quick one here. This is just quick, but uh, Tessa Thompson has confirmed also, if you haven't seen this yet, but Christian Bale is definitely going to be uh, playing a villain in the new Thor movie. Well, good, good Thor Helm. Good. <laughs> Nicely played, Josh. Nicely yeah. played. That's um, for Sunday movies, but I'll take credit okay. for it. Did they, did, who, are they, who are they rumoring him playing, do you know? Uh, yeah, whenever they, whenever he first came out, um, they were talking about, uh, I think just because he's got a long face, they were talking about him playing, um, oh, what's the character, the, the horse-like character that looks exactly like Thor, um, God, I'm, I'm 
blanking on his name. Um, there was a big statue of him uh, in the last in Ragnarok. I can't remember his name, but yeah, he th- it's that character or um, there's there's a character um, called the God Butcher, and uh, there it's it's one of those two that that they're rumoring him for. What's his name? Uh, it's it's something the God Butcher. I can't remember. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Even if his name isn't the God Butcher. Yeah. How cool of a name is the, the God, God Butcher? Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> That's like if you took Thor and Conan and you rolled them together into a ball. Okay. <laughs> that dude, that that okay, that has to be a real name. That has to be. If it's yeah, not, it's, they have missed the mark. It's it's Gore the God Butcher is the guy's oh, name. Even, okay. So we, even better. Gore Gore, the God Butcher, which uh, that's awesome. Okay, I hope he plays that character. I don't know anything about him, but I'm going to look him up and I'm going to find everything I know about him, and I I want him to play that guy. He's the he's the father of the symbiote, too. So like all symbiote, um, has has came from the loins of Gore, the God Butcher. Fantastic. Especially when you use the word loins and God Butcher, it's a complete Conan. <laughs> I, I think that. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So, anyways, that's just kind of a tidbit there to throw that out there. Um, so, this is one that we may, and I, I don't want to get too deep into this or, or, or get too whatever on this one situation, but so I started watching um, on Amazon Prime Hunters. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's. Like Al Pacino's, it's actually his first TV role. I mean, if you consider Amazon TV, um, I, I think mean, you have to at this have... point. Like, it's TV is kind of evolving into like a streaming thing. But, yeah, I, but think, I, I mean, think you kind you, of have I mean, to. Do you put? Do you? I mean, the production factor that we get out of these platforms—that's not TV production. I mean, it's like it's no. movie production. I mean, it's I, not. Yeah, I would I mean, say. I would say like what we consider cable TV, like HBO, Showtime, like that type of production value. Yeah, premium content. I mean, definitely. So, But anyways, um, I like it. I I, I think Hunters is is an interesting show. Um, There have been some some, uh, negative buzz on it. And, I mean, obviously the situation is basically – in the, uh, I believe it's the late 70s, early 80s, right in that period, but where obviously there's still a lot of obviously Nazi um, people still alive, but the, also there's a lot of Jewish people that were um, persecuted at the same time that are still alive. And this is kind of like a network of underground people that are out hunting Nazis, basically. And um, there was a scene which was disturbing, and I have to say, to me, it was disturbing. Um, and it, it's one where um, they had a chess, a Jewish chess master that was incarcerated. Um, that's not even the right word to use, I guess. Um, whatever. I mean, he was obviously he was in a camp, and um, they. 
the commandant of the camp would call out enough Jewish prisoners to fill a chessboard, a human chessboard, and then they would then play chess, and he would play against the Jewish chess master and force, obviously, the moves to happen, and the Jewish prisoner would then have to take and sacrifice, in a sense, his own prisoners, like the other Jewish people, to the other side of the board, and the other Jewish prisoners would have to kill them, you know? So, I mean, obviously it was a game of chess. This didn't really happen. So this was just, yeah. this is, and it, it, it did not happen, but it just, it speaks to the atrocities that did occur. And, you know, so he took some flack for, for that piece. And, you know, when I watched that, it, it kind of really did, it was disturbing, you know? Yeah. And I kind of felt like I felt that that wasn't necessary. I think that you could pretty much, you don't have to do a lot to make a Nazi look like yeah. a dick. You know what I mean? You, I think I don't think I don't think anybody's going to be painting a Nazi as like as the protagonist in any particular storyline. Yeah. So it kind of like it, so it brought me to a, it made me start thinking a little bit, you know, and that's scary when that happens. But you know, there was there was also a little bit of flack with Jojo Rabbit too, you know. And it's like, so how, like today, like what's again in our, in our culture that we live in and, 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 you know, how do you, how do you handle this material? I mean, it's like, you know, we've, we've bridged, we've bridged these gaps of trying to, you know, make like these stories, like, you know, completely fake stories about, Things that happened in the Middle East, all the way into the, the Vietnam, all the way back, you know, into World War One, World War Two, all that type of stuff. And there's like, I don't really know how you can be, I don't know how you can make it so that it's acceptable by all. You well, know? you can't. It's you can't. I mean, and the the as the political correctness has done one thing, and that's that's been to dole any anything that any type of critic criticism that's that's um not well um presented right so you you have you you've got everybody being outraged over anything and everything um today and and because of 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 that anytime that somebody comes um with a criticism valid or not um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be muffled based upon all the noise of everybody else um, complaining about everything that comes out. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I understand that, and I mean, it, it's like you know, obviously, when I watch it, I have my preconceived things. I mean, I I've seen, I've little, I've been to a concentration camp, and it has changed my life and has disturbed me to this day. So yeah. I will never – that is like, you know, there are certain points in your life things happen you do something or this or whatever, and it just resonates and it just doesn't change. I mean you can't unsee things. You can't – you know, I mean, and so there's things that like that. So, I, I mean, I go in with a, kind of a different premise to a degree, but, I mean, I definitely think 
that this type of storytelling should continue. I don't think it should be something that is shut down, but I still, I just don't, I mean, and I, you're right, Josh. I don't think we're not going to make, the, we won't, we don't know the answers and we will never know the answers of what's, what's, what's correct and what's not correct or whatever. But the, um, you know, just to, just to kind of lighten it back up again, but I, I, I do think that the, the the show in and of itself is, is interesting enough to continue to watch it. And it's a good show. And I think they like the character building in it's good. I like how they, um, have a, the, like a whole array of different, uh, individuals that are, um, all part of this team that are going after these Nazis and so forth. And it is, it is, it's legitimate because back in the day, if you remember, we spent the government, we spent a ton of money going out and rooting all these people out of Venezuela and Brazil and South America yeah. and every place is, you know, so, it wasn't like this is not an uncommon thing in like an episode. I think it's episode one, so I'm not ruining anything for anybody. But like one of the people that they had in there was a woman that worked at NASA who was German, but she basically escaped and came here because of her expertise, went to NASA. But she was the one that I believe, if I remember it correctly now, it's, I've, it's been, I've watched it a while ago, but she was the one, I think, that um, helped create the gas that was used in the gas chambers. So, well, yeah, and that's, you know, that's, that's some, that's based at least in historical, historical accuracy. Oh, you're, of, no, you're, you're correct. Uh, project. A ton of German engineers and had them come yeah. over here and stuff. Yeah, they Project Paperclip was all about that. Was bringing over, you know, between us and I think and and Russia was yeah. bringing over, um, uh, you know, German um, SS doctors and and scientists. Oh no, no, I mean it's as sick as it is. Yeah, that's true. You're right. So, anyways, let's move off of that. It's disturbing, but I just think it's interesting because you see these, like you're seeing Hunter right now. You're seeing Jojo Rabbit right now. I mean, I just don't know if this is something that's going to continue to to we're going to see more of. I don't know. But usually when you start to see like a theme, there's usually some other we're going to get a couple more things, you know. So but anyways, let's move off of that because that, that is disturbing. But I wanted to talk about one other thing that came up that I saw, too. And this is something that we talked about last week. And I mentioned it and we talked about it. And I asked you how you felt about universal in the in the monster universe yeah so again we're going to see the invisible man tomorrow so yeah have you did you see it yet no i haven't seen it yet okay so we're gonna go we're definitely what next week we will talk about i know it'll be two weeks later than the real but we'll still talk about it but what i think is interesting is that universal came out and as part of the, and again, the monster universe, I was thinking that they might start to tease out, and it looks like they're going to do something else. And they've um, hired the guy, his name is Robbie Thompson. He's the uh, writer for a show called Supernatural. You ever seen that? Oh, yeah, I love Supernatural. Ending yeah. this season. They're on yeah. Their last season. It's the 13th season, right? Uh, yeah, it's something like that. It's been on for a long time. Yeah. So anyways, they're going to take him. He's going to write this. Okay. So it's untitled at this point, but they are stating that it is coming 
from the classic monster like legacy that Universal has. So my thought is maybe I wasn't too far off that they might be going down that road. Again, I'm not talking about a like continuity in the sense that they're all going to live in the same linear timeline and all that type of stuff. But I yeah. do, I, I, I still feel strongly. I think Universal is going to grab the grab this by the horns and like realize we did a movie for seven million and we're making a shit ton of money. And we got a cadre of like dusty characters. We can blow the dust off these bastards and start making some more stuff, you know? Yeah. So I mean, we're talking werewolf. We're talking, you know, you name it, you know. So mummy, you know, and it would it would do well. It's just you have to, you you can't you can't you got to make monster movies to make monster movies. You can't have uh, an ulterior motive to like to have them all like build a a universe for them to all live in. You, you kind of have to do them as like one-off shoots. So, and they I did, agree with you. Like they did and I agree with you know, you. back in the day. But, but see, but back in the day though, and see, this is where I was starting to wonder, like, so, okay. So, you know how we, we talked about the lack of creativity that we see today. So yeah. We talk about that. We talk about this. So now Marvel's going to go down this road. But if you remember back in the day, I'm like back in the day, way before you, me and you, okay? This yeah. is back in the day. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't, they had those type of like movies. It was like, it's Dracula versus mummy. It's, you know, it's something versus something, or it's Godzilla versus whatever, you know, well, we're going to have Godzilla versus King Kong, right? So it, it I wonder and I hope they don't do that. I just don't want them to do that at all. But I yeah. start to wonder and think that are they are they thinking that they're going to be able to recapture the golden age of cinema and bring this back and like you know find Bela Lugosi's like grandson to do something for him or something? I don't know, but I think it's interesting. I think I think Universal is making a good choice with this, and I think that they picked a great guy to do it. I mean, I haven't watched Supernatural. I've seen a couple of them like it first started, but it's just one of those things where I just didn't have enough time to keep catching up with it. But the people it's, that like it, they they really like it. It's it's good. It's really good. It's it gets a little campy at times. Um yeah. but you know, it it's it's a CW show. So it's not like it had, you know, the, the biggest of budgets or anything like that. Right. So anyway, so Universal is gonna do that. So we'll see what happens as we get on that one. So Yeah, and right, just to be else? clear, you're talking about Frank or Frankenstein, right? No, we don't know what it is. Oh, uh, I think that they released it today. They were they were talking about Frankenstein. That must have just came out because when I read that, uh, that was only like like hours old. Oh, uh, so that's yeah, great. Uh, if three, it's Frankenstein, that's fine. Yeah, three C um, movies did a uh, a video on it um, either yesterday or today, and he was talking about Frankenstein's monster. So I don't I don't know if that's if that's rumor or if that's or if that's gospel, but. Um, you know, that's that's what I've heard is going to be his okay. stuff. Well, it would make sense because he's a cornerstone. I mean, he's a pillar. Yeah. I mean, he he's definitely a pillar. I mean, if they own that, then the more power to him. So we'll we'll see. I'm going to watch that for sure. So whatever happens there, we'll let you know. Um, hey, something else I saw too, which looked. I mean, it's kind of like getting out of the whole genre too. But um, dude, have you seen the trailer for Greyhound yet? 
No, I keep on seeing that pop up. Um, oh my god, you have to watch it, dude! It yeah. is just amazing. It looks amazing. I'm oh, dude. First off, I want my four ninety nine back that I spent watching Midway, which is a complete freaking <laughs> turd. I mean, really? that was a oh my god! Did you watch that? I haven't seen it yet. That's actually one no. of the ones I do want to see. That in dude, I, dude, I could make a PowerPoint presentation that'd be more entertaining than that. That I mean, <laughs> graphically, it was so bad, Josh. It was beyond. It was so poorly done. It was just garbage. I mean, it was. Oh, okay. First off, if you guys want to see Midway, go watch the original. Yeah, that's a good movie. And if you watch the original, okay, here I'll give you this. I'll even to go as far as this. Go watch the trailer for the new Midway. And watch the trailer for the old Midway. And then you pick which movie you want to see. And I guarantee you, you will watch the old Midway. That I guarantee you. It was so bad. I mean, it's like they must, literally, this was must have been like a high school project for someone that just got a hold of CGI or something like that. It was just <laughs> piss poor. Story was horrible. I mean, the story is the story, but the way they developed it and everything was just garbage. But anyways, going back to Greyhound. So Tom Hanks is in this one, and it looks absolutely outstanding. So Tom Hanks is a commander. command ship of a, like a—I wouldn't say he's an admiral, but it, anyways, it's the same. It's a World War II piece, and it's dealing with the U-boat situation. And if anybody yeah. knows anything about the U-boats, those things were just like they were they were just like ass kickers with a capital K. So um, this tells the story about him trying to move this blockade of ships through an area and dealing with the U-boats. And it's and it's based on true events, but he's in it and it looks fantastic. And um, Elizabeth Shue's in it as well. And uh, the one. Um, Marky Mark's brother, um, the one that oh, plays the one in off the, of Blue Bloods, Blue Blue Bloods, yeah, him, he's yeah. in it too. So um, it's based on a book. The book's called The Good Shepherd by um, C.S. Uh, Forrester. So um, I'm going to be honest. Usually Donnie with Donny, yeah, Donny yeah. Wahlberg. Yeah, give credit where credit's due, right? So um, hold on a second. We had names. I had names. Yeah. And Josh even finished out the name just for I wanna I wanna ding ding for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. This looks super cool, dude. And the thing is it's coming out in June. So it's not that far away. And it doesn't seem like there's been a ton of buzz on it. Because yeah, I'm that thinking worries me a little bit. Well, you like, see, I'm on the opposite side of that, Josh. I'm thinking the studio realizes we don't have to do too much with this. I think this is going to be huge. Yeah. I think this is this is going to be a big movie. And you go watch a trailer, and when you watch a trailer, Josh, you tell me what you think, and I guarantee you, you're going to be like, mm-hmm, yep. Now, I don't see who's playing on the German side at all, but I'm thinking this is going to be a this is going to be good. I think we're going to finally get a quality piece. That's not a retread, which is a story that hasn't been told on the cinema yet, um, unlike, you know, Midway. But um, I, I don't know. I'm excited about it. 
I love World War II stuff, but that this yeah. looks really good. So I don't get too excited about a lot, but when I watched the trailer, it was that one that, like you see, like you know, it 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 was it was so engaging that you're like, damn, I can't wait to go see this. And a lot, a lot of trailers do that, you know. So, but anyways, check it out, check it out, guys. I think that it'll it'll be a be a be a big hit. So, um, let's see. Okay, my next, I got two left, Josh. I know I got. You mean you? This is new news. So yeah. I know I know I've been running long on my new news today. No, no, I we're doing we're doing fine. <laughs> but um, I wanted to talk about a show that I've been watching on um, Apple TV as well. It's called uh, Mythic Quest. Yeah. Uh, have you seen any of this at all, Josh? No, no, I haven't. It, and it's not going I don't know. So basically the story is Mythic Quest is a game. And the video game is an MMO RPG. Yeah. Think um, EverQuest, think uh, Warhammer, yeah. whatever you want to think. That's what this game is. And this particular... The, now, right now, Mythic Quest is the creme de la creme of this genre. And they're now releasing their their add-on, their their their, their um, expansion pack, which is called Way- Raven's Banquet, and that's what the story is about. It's set in a um, if a uh, what do you call it, a uh, game design studio. So it's an office, basically. Okay, so this is this parallels a lot to the office, but in a very fresh genre it's not paper it's video games okay so it's more obviously more relevant to today and um i don't know i like it i it it, to me it's i i think it is the same type of thing we talked about before it's a single community and you know community he plays on it too and um uh, danny uh clever i believe is his name no no no, I'm no, thinking the, Donald. Yeah, Donald. Yeah, I did the same thing when I was talking to Sean. She's like, "How old is that guy?" <laughs> not that guy. Yeah. It, it's not. It's not Myrtle. Yeah, Indian kid that played on Community. So, the guy that was friends with Childish Gambino. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, and by the way, Community. Dude, did, I love that show, man. I mean, I know that Chevy Chase messed up and kind of screwed the show up, and he got kicked off and stuff. But before that, that show was great, dude. With yeah. with uh, Mikhail and I mean the whole cast, and they well, and even even Miss Marvel, she yeah. was in there too. But um, but no, the show was great. I, I thought it was a cool concept, and it brought everybody around. It brought um, the guy from. Uh, Bachelor or not Bachelor part? What is it? The Kim King or Ken Jong? The guy uh, that uh, the guy that played in what was the movie with uh, Bradley Cooper? And they were all Bachelor, not Bachelor Party. What's it called? I don't remember. Yeah, you have to. The guy had the beard and he had the wolf shirt and everything, and the little naked oh. guy pops out of the trunk and jumps on him. Yeah, and, um, the Hangover. Hangover. Thank you. So, anyways, the naked Asian guy, that's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so, uh, Dr. or uh, Professor Chang. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I got the guy you're talking about now. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah he, was the, he was a Spanish teacher. Yeah, the Spanish the teacher. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, anyways, the, 
um, he's he's not in it, but I'm just I'm talking about Community now. But um, that show was really great. If you haven't seen it, go out and, and binge that because you'll be entertained. It, it, it's it, it's just a solid piece yeah, of I mean, work. It, like like even like everybody from that's like exploded. Like you you've got the Russo brothers who directed it. Um, you have uh, Daniel Harmon who um, was one of the creators who is now doing Rick and Morty. Um, you have, you know, obviously, um, Donald Glover, who's turned up big. Um, the one girl that played the shy girl on there, yeah. I don't her name. She's been tapped as, or potentially tapped as, uh, She-Hulk now. Um, yeah. you know, you've got Chevy Chase, you've got, um, uh, the, uh, the guy from, you know, Hangover, Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's loaded with, with amazing actors and amazing, um, producers and directors on it. So, yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's like, kind of like right at the the cusp of like all their talent was so bubbling at that point. And then from there, boom, like what you said, it's what's happening. Like they all went on and did great things. So anyways, back to the mythic quest though. So, um, the story, my name is Ian, um, Graham. And he is um, basically the guy that created or visioned the entire. Um, that's what brought about, you know, to come to the sequel and so forth. But there's other characters that they play in there. So we have the one guy, like I said, from Community, just landed in blah, 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 blah. And this, he's really funny. And I, I, his character, as this show continues to develop, I think is going to be stronger and stronger. Um, oh, and a side note, and just not to. Side note, he is from Pittsburgh, too, by the way. So that's probably why the show will probably be very hyperly successful, <laughs> I think. I, I don't know that for a fact, but, I mean, obviously Homeland did well when he was in that, so I would assume this would work, too. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's, I think it's like it's going to have that same content. And it's like, it, it stick with it. It's a little slow out of the gate. Like, the first whole episodes of key to the success of, of this game and she wants to put one that created the whole universe of all this is like, why? Why do we need a shovel? And he wants to create some So it's worth watching on this little guy. He's like 15 years old, but he's a YouTuber and he talks about the game and what he says can sway the success of a game or not. Right. So, it's in kind of a reality sense, and like you know, that definitely happens in certain things. And this kid is pretty funny, and um, it's really bizarre because I, I I saw the same actor play in another show called The Sinner, and The Sinner yeah. absolutely fantastic. Josh, did you see both of those? Yeah, they're they're on the third season now, and the third seasons uh, right. they're all so, good. Yeah, so you know the dark-haired kid, the boy that plays um, in the season two. Yes, the sen- yeah. in the Senate, right? And he's like part of the cult, whatever thing. Yeah, the product of yeah. He plays, dude. You wouldn't even know it's him. It mm-hmm. took me like a second. I'm like, I'm watching this little kid do this. It's the kid, and it you're like wow. It, it, it's a. I, I think it looks really good. Um, Apple felt strong enough to renew it for season two, even prior to season one being launched. So, um, and I, I think that part of this comes from uh, Rob McElvaney, who plays um, Ian Grimm on it. 
is he also played Mac on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And the people that wrote that are the ones that are contributing. I didn't watch that Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know if you did, Josh. Yeah, yeah, that's a good show. It's funny. Yeah, so that, and I don't know if that same type of humor pulls over, like if it's similar to what is in Always in Philadelphia. No, but so they have a lot of cred behind and I think Apple's really hanging their their hat to make sure that that's gonna be a good show. So, but all right, last piece of new news. Has been doing an outstanding job updating and and putting out the tweets and all that type of stuff, and and I appreciate you guys definitely checking that out. And you put one up. Skyler, it's coming out. Oh, Scoob, yeah, yeah, yeah it's really dude, good. That looks absolutely great. I've watched. There's two trailers out, two separate ones that are out. They're both great. Um, they're going to give you the origin story of Scooby and Shaggy, which I kind of like. Hasn't done been done yet. I kind of like yeah. that. That's kind of cool. Um, but what 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 really just blew my mind. And is when when Thelma uh, was going through the computer and it showed like the villain put Dick Dastardly. Do you know who Dastardly is? Yeah, so they're they're from a um, a series called Wacky Racers, I think, um, back from that era of uh, Hanna Hanna Barbana um, cartoons. And yeah, I mean, I used to watch all of those religiously, probably on reruns when I was a kid. Josh, you're right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wacky Racers. You, you, that's right. It was the uh, Dastardly and Muttley in their flying machines. So um, it, it's the same. It, it what funny? It's so funny. It's like I didn't think about this for like ever. I mean, it's been years, and I watch it in reruns too. But it's part of that whole Hanna Barbera family, and I think it's so cool. That's that like obviously Hanna Barbera is Scooby, right? So Scooby well, yeah. now, you, yeah, but you they're got Scooby, back in you've the, got the the snorkels, you've got um, the uh, the Flintstones. You know, it's there's there's a wide range of Hanna Barbera cartoons. But when have you seen it? When have the has the Hanna Barbera universe, the HBU? <laughs> okay. <laughs> When has it collided? It's, it's happening now. <laughs> exactly. So here, Nerd First, right here on the Nord, the Nord, the Nerd Force podcast, we are announcing the HBU. Correct? Yeah, the HBU. That's what we'll call it. I think it's so cool that there's this guy, and um, you know, he's the one that always would say like trap, double trap. And then, like, every now and then it'd be, like, triple drift, you know? And it's and then the, the dog will always be in the background going, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, I like, I always called it Blue Falcon, like, when I used to, like, watch the reruns. But it was actually, I know, it wasn't a Blue Falcon. So, anyways, that looks cool. And I like uh, Wahlberg voiceover on that so i just think that when you take scooby it has if you don't really know scooby knows 
As long as they don't do with Scrappy what they did in the last Scooby-Doo movie, uh, I'll be good. Yeah. That's where they made him the villain. Yeah. I like the live-action ones that they did a long time ago, too. I I like those. Uh, I mean, I I liked um, uh, Matthew Lillard, uh, Shaggy, a lot. He went on to do the voice of Shaggy for a long time on the cartoon. He should have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the the only thing that I didn't like about those was the 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 Scrappy Do, um, uh, twist on it that they did. I just didn't yeah. think that it, it it fell as well in continuity with the with the cartoons. First off, Scrappy was a mistake from day one. <laughs> Never existed. That ruined it. And having like Scooby's cousin, that big gray, the big gray, yeah, the um, redneck one, the hillbilly. I hated it. I never puppy power. No, that was stupid, stupid. And you know, hopefully they, you know, when we get into the what we're going to consider, Josh. Okay, so for the HBU, I'm taking them out. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm good. They can be. Okay. They can be the 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 expanded HBU, the EHBU. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Yes. He's not. He's not. He's not continuity. So, anywho, that's all I got. So finally, I am done with my new news. All right. Um, I, I don't really have much to go on to that. Um, we're we're gonna be talking about um video games. The only thing that I really wanted to add on to that was um talking about the um Final Fantasy. But I'll kind of open on on that um as we talk about video games. Yeah. The um, uh, we with with the success of Sonic um and and even The Witcher um on Netflix, there's been a lot of um news within the past week about um various video game projects coming out to um different streaming services through the the guise of um TV series and also um. With uh, with with various movies that are coming out. Obviously, we know of a few of them. Uncharted, which we talked about ad nauseum, um, which is begins shooting, I think, next week. Mm-hmm. So that that'll be coming out. Um, we'll we'll be getting a lot more news of that um, here in the next uh, you know month or so, I'm sure. Um, the uh, one of the there, there's a long list of various things that are coming out. Um, so I'll kind of go through it. The first one that I want to talk about, um, in connection with the the new video game that's coming out for it, um, Final Fantasy. Um, okay. the TV show they're they're making a uh, a live action TV show, um, based upon the storyline of Final Fantasy 14. Um, and that's going to be on. That's going to be produced by Sony Television, but there's no note of where that's going to be um, dropping at. So I don't know if it's going to be like a Netflix thing or if it's going to be a um, you know Amazon where where that will will end up at. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I think that this will probably be Prime Netflix. Yeah, yeah, Phil, you're probably right. Um, it's, it's done by the same people that did, um, the expanse and, um, uh, the, the Witcher. 
So well, it's going to then yeah, it would make sense probably, yeah. Yeah. I just think they have the money to afford Sony though. Guys, I mean, you I mean, we talk about Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. It, it's I mean, it's huge here. I mean, you're I mean, you're big, you're way bigger than I am on Final Fantasy. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm an early gen Final Fantasy person, but like overseas and so forth, Final Fantasy like in Japan is just it is it, it's beyond what we can even fathom and it is that you're right Josh it, it is huge it's it's enormous over there so and uh, but anyways I just know that from listening to a, a podcast on Wondery about uh, business wars and they talked about Sony battling Nintendo and how you know Final Fantasy came in as a, as a play that made a difference so um, yeah. but anyways no you're right I mean I, I think it will be there you, you think so too? Yeah, it'll be. Um, I think it'll probably drop on. It's hard to say because because Amazon's making a lot of good moves towards um, towards bigger properties. So I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up on Amazon Prime. But I would say probably either Amazon or Netflix. Yeah, um, they could handle it. The to to kind of sway off topic briefly. Um, the the demo for the Final Fantasy rem- or Seven remake, yeah, um, came out this past week. Have you played that yet? No, no. My kids are talking about it though. Oh they haven't played. My... It. I don't know if they played it yet or not. You played it? Go ahead, break it down, brother. Dude, it's fantastic. Like I was, I haven't played it obviously because I'm in California, um, away from my PlayStation. But I, I was. Um, I, I watched um, somebody play it online um, and walked through it, dude. It's like like it's it's the same plot, obviously, as the the original um, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. But it, it it just it's blown away like um, somatically, um, but between not only the characters and the 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 immediate scenery, but all the background scenery, the cutscenes. Um, the dialogue is so much more in depth. Like, like you can tell, like this is one of those games where they must have recorded like hundreds of hours worth of dialogue just for, you know, the the fact that that it could possibly come up. Like, um, Biggs within it, the the big black guy with a with a yeah. um a machine gun on his hand. Yeah. He like at some points whenever you beat one of the uh one of the the um you know. Uh, a, a series of care of uh, MPGs or NPCs, like the the people that you're fighting, he'll yeah. go, he'll s- start singing da 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 da, da. <laughs> like oh. it's like just like humming to himself, and like just like the thought that's went into like to all this and and the banter between them, it's the same thing that we've seen with like Uncharted and um, various other properties, and they're 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 you can tell. That um, even though it's gotten delayed so much, they've spent that extra time just making it so much better. I'm yeah, extremely yeah. excited about this game. Oh, that'll be great. What? What? what any? You know when? Um, it got pushed back to September, I think. Okay. Hey, you know, but hey, I'll push it back as far as you want to. Give me a better game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna that make it a good game. Great, though. That sounds good. Yeah. I might get back on board with that one. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, did you ever play Devil May Cry? 
Yeah. Um, it's being, yeah, uh, Dante is um, the devil's son. Yeah. And he's yeah, going he's after the devil. Yep. I'll play Dante. Um, it's it's being made into a 2D cartoon series or, or like anime type of series on Netflix. It it would pull well and do an anime style, not a theme, but a style. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think they'll probably do the same thing with what they did with like uh, Castle Castlevania. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, Super Mario Brothers is oh, getting God, oh, God, a oh, God, oh, God, please movie, a three D animated movie from the same people from the same studio that brought you Despicable Me and Minions uh, Illumination. Okay. Is making a Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. Can can we talk about the other the other Mario movie that was released? <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> okay. I mentioned the word turd <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And take take two turds and put them together, and that's what you get with that. That movie was so so. So bad. Okay, yeah. don't watch it. I hope this will be better. Oh no, I'm sure with with Illumination at the helm, I think that it probably will. As long as they get a good storyline, they'll they'll be fine. Yeah. On it. Um, in the same type of realm, um, Mega Man is getting oh, a very uh, cool. Very cool. Get- there's there's one I'm praying you say, Josh on your list of all these movies, all these games, and if you say it, I'm going to just tell you that. I'm telling you right now, I'm thinking one, and I hope you say it. But go on with Mega Man. I love Mega <laughs> Man, too. I, I play the crap out of Mega Man. Um, 20th, 20th Century Studios is producing um, a live-action version of <sighs> Mega Man. Sweet. Dude, I, I love that. That'd be great. That'd be great. I mean... You know, I, I logged so many hours on late on Mega Man. It's ridiculous. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on it, but I know you got a ton to go through. So go ahead. Yeah, um, Tom Clancy's a couple of Tom Clancy games are getting um, live screen or live uh, movies or TV shows. Um, the first one is The Division. Um, it came out a couple of years ago, to where you play like a kind of red team versus blue team type yeah. of thing. Um, you know, uh, I think it was Russia versus like kind of a Red Dawn thing, like yeah. um, Russia versus uh, um, America and like a, a World War Three type of scenario. You um, know, I no, start, real... I, did you oh, play? Did you play the Division? Uh, no, it was one of those games I was really interested in. Um, I'm just not a big like uh, like you know Call of Duty or like um, those type of games, like the the team deathmatch type of game. I, I just, I gotta be honest with you. I, I bought it and I was very excited about it. Started playing it and it just got to the point it was like, sometimes I think games overthink themselves. And this is an example of a game that overthought itself. But don't get me wrong, it has a strong, a very strong base. It's a very, it's a very well done game, it's beautifully done. I mean, it's, it, you know, contextually, I mean, the gameplay is great. But the thought, I just didn't want to have to keep, like, 
building shit all the time. You know, sometimes I just want to play. And yeah. this was a game that it was a it was a time grind, and it's like I didn't have the time to put into it. I just wanted I wanted something. I don't know. I just I I just didn't want that. But the game was deep. It was it was it was engaging as far as the story and everything. But I just I dropped off on it, and I know Division Two just dropped to nine ninety nine. Yeah, I, I was thinking about picking that up and seeing if I maybe Division Two would be better, but uh, I haven't, so I can't weigh in on Division Two. I'm not saying it's a bad game; it's a game that definitely it's a game that you have to have time, and I think when you have time to put into it, because if I remember, I think Seth was a big division guy he played that a lot and yeah, i don't uh, know i mean i remember him talking about it a lot but anyways so not moving on but anyways any tom Lancey games are great i mean rainbow six mm-hmm. all those games are good so speaking of rainbow six rainbow six is getting um not one but multiple films uh made of rainbow six um starring michael b jordan from creed and black panther Oh, and, sweet. Uh, and this and the lead role is John Clark, commander of the Rainbow oh, Six. Great, good call, good call, mm-hmm. man. Good call. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great series, man. That's a good game, man. Uh, I like that game too, and it's it, it's similar to the other ones too, but um, plays a little bit different. But I mean, I like it, and um, I love that he's getting that role though too. Though that's good for him, man. Yeah, I mean, he's a fantastic actor. Um, yeah. You know, done right, it'll, it'll do well. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Call, of, Call of Duty is getting a... Um, is getting a... Uh, uh, some type of uh, film adaptation. Uh, I don't know if it's, it's going to be... Live action? Yeah, live action film adaptation. Oh. I don't know if it's going to be... Um, a series or if it's going to be and and there's no there's no like whether it's going to be like world war ii whether it's going to be like modern warfare you know what the or if they're going to do multiple um and and start out with the particular um time frame and then work from there but wow that's uh that's that that's one that you can really go and like I could see that being, well, I mean, again, these could all be big or bad, right? So I, I could see this one being either a smash or a complete bomb, you know? And uh, no, not no pun intended, but uh, it's just one of those games like, like that. That's what launched with the original. Was it the PS3? Was the first launch of. That series, I think, of Call of Duty, it's been yeah. around longer than it has. It's, it I always get Call of Duty and um, Medal, of Honor. Medal of Honor confused. I know Medal of Honor has been around for a long time. I, I think Call know. of Duty's been around since, like, when they launched the PS3. I think that was the game they launched with. Eh, yeah, I mean that that could be true. I just don't know. And it was really good, by the way. It was absolutely outstanding it was a world war ii piece and it was just phenomenal it was at that point 
when it when they launched, they they utilized every engine component that the PS3 could offer, and it played so well. So I mean, don't get me the Call of Duty's have been great, but they've gotten to a point where like I start, dude, I'm not gonna lie to you, I get confused. There's Call of Duty Modern Warfare, then there's another Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and then it's like these they 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 like I I don't know it just. I get that they got to keep putting it out, and uh, uh, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of fell off on a little bit. I never. I, there's a new one out, a, a recent one, I should say, not new. It's kind of a little old now, but but I had zero desire to play it. But but anyway. So anyway, I'll, it'd be interesting to see what direction they go and what genre. If it's going to be modern, if it's going to be WW two or what, we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm looking at the director right now. The director is um, Stefano uh, Salima. Um, okay. He's done a bunch of movies. Um, I'm, I don't recognize any of them. Um, he's done uh, series and movies. Um, uh, he did. He's doing uh, Without Remorse. That's coming out soon. So if you want to see. You know what that may be like. Um, that's that's probably a good standard. Um, you know, as he's as he's finishing that up right yeah. now. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next game they're making a Minecraft movie. Okay. Oh. Um, Hit Warner pause. Brothers. Hit pause on that, Josh. One second. I'm right <laughs> Is that necessary? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> seriously? Yeah, seriously. It's going to release date of March 4th, uh, 2022. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. That I'll take a hard pass on. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll give it at least a chance to see what um, is coming from it. But, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. A um, I, I know Resident Evil's already been done in the past yeah. uh, to Agnosium. Um, however, uh, Netflix is making a Resident Evil TV series, um, that could work out really well. No, I think Resident Evil was groundbreaking when it came out. It really was. It actually really the was a, or the TV show, the game. All right. The, I mean, yeah, the movie or the game. I thought the yeah, game. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it was. It, it really was. It. I mean, I. Mm, I love that game. It was a great game. I. 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 I, I, I'll, I will definitely watch anything that they do with it because it was so unique. There's been a lot of copycat since then, but. I think Netflix is smart with taking that one. If they can, if they yeah. got the rights to that one, more power to them. I think it'll be good. I mean, there's, I mean, that is definitely much easier to translate into a TV series than anything else we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So that'd be cool. Any any ideas on dates on that? Um, no, there's nothing released as far as dates go. Okay. Um, just refreshing. Yeah, no, nothing. Mm. Um, just the fact that it's Netflix, it says that um, the uh, writer and director uh, Joannis uh, Roberts was previously linked to the reboot film. 
Um, but this, with it being a Netflix series, I don't know if that's still the um, the the um, plan. Yeah, I doubt it. She'll probably get cut. Yeah, probably. Um, Monster Hunter. Uh, this is a newer game that's been out um, within the past uh, on PS4 um, yeah. on the newest generation, but it is um, getting a um, series. Uh, it doesn't say where. Um, made by Capcom. Live action or animated. Live action. There are stills from it. It looks very. Um, the stills look very uh, uh, Mad Max esh. Yeah. So. They're in a desert. The the all the weaponry is like over exaggerated, similar to what it is in the game, mm-hmm. um, and uh, very like post apocalyptic or like barbarian in nature. Mm. Okay, I mean I I I know of it, and I know that it's uh, what I hear. People that do play it really like it a ton, and um, so that has a I think it has a huge fan base. So um, I think that that one could possibly work. I mean, the, I think the problem with that, though, like with a game with Final Fantasy, when you get into like live, it's like when they carry those like ginormous swords and those ginormous whatever, you know, it it you can't you can't play that in like live action, you know. And if I'm not mistaken, and, and, and I'm sure people will correct me if I'm wrong. But um, in Monster Hunter, they kind of carry the larger weapon type situation. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But I, I do think that it will do well because I do think people really like it. A ton. Yeah. Um, here, here's one that you'll really like. Um, Dragon Lair. Nice. Is... Oh, my God. Are you kidding me with that one? Yeah, no, it's Dude, Dragon um, Layer. You're talking, you, you're talking straight up '80s. Yep, featured so, in uh, okay. Stranger Things season two opening. Okay, so let me back you up on Dragon Layer real quick. Okay, so yeah. it was the first, like, okay, so all those Telltale games that you have, yeah, it, that's what this is. I mean, that's all those are based on. It's like is in and it, it, it is. I remember that video game that, that at the R. Oh God, I'm so old. But going to the arcade and, and having that game there, and it was like, okay, so you got to push right, you push left, or you do whatever. It it just it's so funny that that even comes up. But I mean, it was it was engaging. It was very interesting at the time, and I think that because of its uniqueness, and I think because of the uh, like like for me, for example. Take me for example, right? So I wasn't a huge person that played that. I was more of a gauntlet person. I played gauntlet yeah. to, to, to death. I played gauntlet to death. and um, But that was always there. And it's like when you're done and you had your last quarter or whatever and you're getting ready to leave, you're like, oh, I'll play that. You know what I mean? I'll play that. But I mean, it was always there. And it was, always, and it was unique and it was a cool game. And um, I just find it interesting because you know what? That's never... Josh, it's never come back though. Dragon Layers never come back as any other type of game though. It's never been a. No, they've uh, never redone it. They've never redone it. They've never touched it. 
And you know, that kind of makes me wonder. I don't even know who owns it. I'm assuming it was Atari, but I don't know. But Atari is long gone, so I don't know who owns the properties of Atari. Probably Activision now, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who owns it, but um, that would be cool. I mean, the guy was awesome. He's like a little skinny dude with a like a old uh, like English uh, Norman invasion type of helmet, pointy helmet mm-hmm. thing. So, so what are they saying about that? That's going to be live or? I don't know. There's there's actually this one's um, crowdfunded. Um, okay. They're going to. There's an Indiegogo page. So, hold on, hold on a second. It's crowdfunded. So now they're they're trying to tap in to the the market. They're thinking now, all those people from the '80s are finally making money. So now we're going to go ahead and see if they're willing to pay for this thing. <laughs> mm. Is that what it is? Yeah. The the Indiegogo is closed, but it did make. Um, Seven hundred thirty-one thousand mm. dollars um, on mm-hmm. Indiegogo. Well, so I mean, they could come out could with some it. type of movie. Yeah, they could definitely, yeah. they could definitely do something with that. That's a lot of money, dude. Yeah, I think it would be animated, but well, that, anyways, that's cool, dude. I like that one. Yep. Um... The obviously the news that we got um, the other day is um, that there's going to be a HBO series made from uh, the Last of Us. Uh, Last of Us, yeah, thank you. Um, so you know we've we've uh, for those that haven't played The Last of Us, it's it's a very much character driven story based upon like post apocalyptic um, scenarios. So. It's if you think about um, like uh, um, Walking Dead without the zombies. Yeah, that's essentially what Last of Us is. Yeah. No, I I, I haven't played it either, but I mean I, I do know that the people that have are really engaged with it. So that's another one I think that has a strong. It not only does it have a strong fan base, but it has a strong contextual nature. That I think will would work, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that that one that one probably out of most of what we've talked about so far is probably up there. I mean, that's up there. I, I put that probably in the top like two or three or four or five, you know. So definitely. yeah, yeah, that and one's HBO's don't that really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need that too. They need a really good win at HBO. They do. They absolutely do, yeah. And HBO will get it, though. I don't worry. I mean, HBO's been living off HBO money for so long that they can... They First off, HBO needs to step their game up, for one. But they also have... They have the bank to do it, you know? So I think that HBO would be just fine, and I think they'll be able to do this well. I think it'll work. I think this one will work. Yeah, no, I think this one will work well. Um, there's a Mortal Kombat movie coming. Oh, um, Jesus help us. Really? Um, it's, uh, set for theaters March 5th of 2021. Um, and it began filming in Australia at last year. <laughs> do we really need one? Dude, listen, if they could do a really good, if they could do a Mortal Kombat movie well, I would gladly go watch a Mortal Kombat movie. Okay, you saw the last one, right? 
Yeah, no, I actually enjoyed the first Mortal Kombat movie, not not necessarily the sequel um, that they made of I that. But about the last one. Yeah, the one back <laughs> in the It was horrendous. <laughs> yeah. No, the one before, it it was fine for what it was. For the time, but, yeah. Yeah, for the time and what it was. No, I, I, I agree with you. The first one was fine. But come on, after that, they had, that was, that was a cash grab as the day is long. Mm-hmm. So, well, well, I mean, no, I, Mortal Kombat, I mean, hey, they're, they're still making them. And you know what? I'm still buying them. So I, I get it. Like, if I'm willing to plunk down $59.99 to get it when it comes out, you know, which I do. So, yeah. But my question is, Sometimes the success of a video game does not dictate the success that you may potentially see at the box office or and or Netflix or 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 whatever whatever platform you choose to to distribute this on. Yeah, you know? yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think if you put it like on the big screen, it's probably not going to do as well. But if they like release this on. You know, as like a a, a Netflix original um, yeah. movie or something like that, then it'll probably do a lot better. Well, I, I put it this way to you: if they did this on a Netflix, and it was even ten episodes, and yeah. and it was just like you know the premise of oh you know the fighting of this 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 this, I would watch every one of them. Now, well, they did they they did that YouTube series like a fan made YouTube yeah. series. Um, that was that was really good like that ran 10 episodes like live action Mm -hmm. that was fantastic yeah and maybe they need to look at that and see who did that and think hey come on over but i mean my point is like there's a big difference for me going to pay you know whatever it is 12 bucks to go see it or seeing it on netflix though too and i think that's where that's where the strategic decision has to be made with these type of properties it's like Okay, some of them have the value, have enough value, and have enough market share to say yes, this could make it on the big screen, or yes, this could support a a movie, or this could support that. Right, I'm telling you right now, that could support a episodic run on Netflix, and it would be a smash for them. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I yeah. think that would it'd do really well like that. Um, speaking of movies that don't need to be made, um, Five Nights at Freddy's is getting uh, uh, um some type of movie. Now, how about this? I'm gonna give you this. No, no. I think that they had their day in the sun, and they, you know what? Count your shekels now, because dude, just be done with that shit. I mean, they, come on, that's silly. Yeah. Okay, move on. That's dumb. Um, did you play Dynasty Warriors back on like PS2? Oh my and, god, uh, did PS3? I play Dynasty Warriors, dude? Did I play Dynasty War? Are you asking that question? Hell yeah, brother, I did. I love that shit. I, dude, there's nothing better than mowing down just a sea of samurai coming at you, dude. I love Dynasty War, and thing is, and you know what? They kept putting them out. One, two, three, four, five. I, mm-hmm. God knows what number they're on now. I have no idea. Nothing changes. No. Same are. game. 
Oh, same. That's just same. as good. <laughs> it's the same game. The graphics get better, but that's about it. Dude, yeah. I love that game. It's like it's a button masher. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and I mean, well, yeah, there's, there you, are definitely. I mean, I, I don't want to say button masher, but it is a fast paced, very in your face game where, yes, you do. Com- you can do different combos and you can do different things like that. Don't get me wrong. It's not a complete button masher in the sense that I'm saying it, but it's like um, it's a, I, I don't know. I like it. I love the game. I love the gameplay of it. So. But please tell me, what are they going to do with this, Josh? What do you got? There's a trailer for it. There's a trailer? Please tell me it's one dude mowing down like 30 guys. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I I just started researching this for the episode like right before we started. Oh, okay, cool. didn't realize there was a trailer. But yeah, there's a trailer. I'll put it up on the the Facebook. Nice. Sometime tomorrow. Cool. Um, But yeah, it's... uh, Live action um, produced by China 3D Digital Entertainment Limited um, began production in 2019. Um, directed by uh, Roy Choi or Roy Chow Hin Young. Uh, the teaser trailer is to be believed. The film will feature the same sort of over-the-top action uh, that sees the game's protagonist wiping out entire armies with the swipe of nice. a sword. Nice. Um, this is, uh, I'm reading from Rotten Tomatoes, by the way, that way I can okay. source them. Yeah. And we won't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that, that, but that's, what, that's all it is. And it is, it is fun. And all you do is rush, rush from one section to another section to another section and then, of course, you, you know, you go see a big band of something, you start mowing them down. Oh, yeah. Some guy on a horse comes in like, oh, my God, I got to kill yeah. him. So, well, yeah, you're you said it before, like there's something so gratifying about being able to get like have like a commander up on a horse and just run through. Yeah. And I remember they had like the long bow staffs and you could just like go and swing through and just knock down like hordes of um, enemies and just mow through the entire um, you know, entire armies within oh, yeah. like fifteen yeah. minutes. It's very gratifying. Yeah, so, yes. Um, Doom Annihilation is uh, is coming out very soon. It's coming out uh, October first. Um, or no, it came out October first of last year. Is what it said. It's got sixty yeah. percent on um, Rotten Tomatoes, though. I wasn't aware that that was out yet. Never mind. Never mind. Move on because I have nothing to say about Doom. Yeah. Um, let me make sure that there's nothing else before I get to the the big one um, that I know you're going to love. Oh, boy. Um, just, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, and then the final one that I want to bring to your attention is um, a little video game series on the Xbox called Halo. Um, And it is going to be a series uh, likely to premiere in uh, 2021. It's in in production now. Um, It follows along Master Chief. Oh, my Um, God. Thank you. 
uh, finally making his way to our streaming devices. Um, doesn't say what it's going to be on. Well, I will tell you, uh, right, I don't give a shit what it's on. I will pay for that. So I'll mm-hmm. add the four ninety nine, five ninety nine a month or whatever it is to get that. <clears throat> it's got quite the. It's got quite the cast in it. Uh, Master Chief is going to be p- played by Pablo um, Schieber from uh, American Gods. Um, if you saw a picture of him, you'd know exactly who he is. I, I can't remember um, who he is off of the top of my head. Um, I don't think he's the main character. Uh, who did he play in, in American Gods? This is going to bug the sh- Shit on me. You look that up, and I can sit here and rip on the riff on that for a little bit because I'm telling you right now, I, this has been so long. This has been coming so long. We talk, oh God, we so talked about the whole Halo universe and everything that it contains, and how great and the limitless possibilities that this goes along with this. And it's like if they do this right, and they bring Master Chief in the right way. And everything else, I mean, this could go on. This is definitely something that they can keep building on and building on and building on. And then hopefully, hopefully we can finally get a actually an actual movie, too. But I'll be honest with you, the way that things have been looking on uh, the other platforms, I'm good with just having it there. I'll just take it right there. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. But Halo is a universe that people that play it, they know it. I know it. I love it. And I'm telling you right now that it is endless. It, the possibilities are endless what you can do with that. And uh, I can't wait to see like a warthog being run through. And oh, it's going to be so awesome, dude. I can't wait for that. That's going to be great. And plus that they're doing it the right way, though. They're not doing it from a universal standpoint. They're doing it. Well, I'm making some assumptions here. That they're doing it from the Master Chief point of view. Which would definitely, yeah. definitely be what fans want, though, because Master Chief is, I don't care who plays Halo, everyone, and I'm going to go on the record for that. If you play Halo, you love Master Chief. You love Master Chief. And, I mean, that's the dude. And everyone, there's no one that can say anything bad about him. So, anyways, did you figure out who he was or. Yeah, he's he plays Matt Sweeney and uh, American Gods. Um, he's like okay. the Le- Leprechaun guy. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it's being uh, executive produced by um, Kyle Killian from Awake, um, and then Stephen Kane from The Last Starship. Um, being pro- um, the series will be produced by Steven Spielberg. Oh my God! Are you shitting me? Yeah. No, seriously. It, seriously? Yep. Holy crap, dude. And this is gonna be this is gonna be a episodic adventure with him? Yeah, it's some type of series. Wow, dude, that's great. Nine nine episodes. Oh my god, that's fantastic. And you got sp- wow okay. <laughs> I got lots of questions now. I mean, you just brought in, you brought in like a rod into the situation, you know, Mm -hmm. or let me rephrase that. 
you brought in Andrew McCutcheon of four years ago into the situation. So, wow, that's that's a major, dude. That's a major. So there's there's commitment behind this, big commitment. Yeah. So this yeah, is I mean, gonna, this is gonna roll. This is this is gonna be like butter, man. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be real good. Um, directing the pirate is the uh, the pi- the pilot, not the pirate. Uh, is um, the one of the directors of Black Mirror, um, in Bathurst. Nice, very nice. Um, likely will premiere early 2021. You know, it it we like if you remember we were uh, in uh, 19 we were talking about all the stuff coming up. Oh, this is 2020. This is 2021 in the MCU. So mm-hmm. it's like when you hear 2020, it's like it's not that far away. Well, it'll be no. here soon. It'll be here soon. Yeah. It's uh, coming out in like a year. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I can't wait for that. And to hear that, that gives it so much more credibility too. It's like that means that there, that there's going to be effort and time put into this, and it's going to be done so well. I, I just oh. Thank you. Thank you, Josh, for sharing that with me. <laughs> I am so happy. I am very, very happy. Very, very happy. I'm ready to get my needle gun out and start shooting things. So, mm-hmm. cool. good old needler. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this though. So that's the end of your list, right? Yeah, that's that's what I got. <clears throat> all right. So, of all the video games that you've played, mm-hmm. and I know you, and you played quite a few. What would you like to see made? Oh, well, I, I really want to see a good Uncharted movie. I mean, I know that we're getting one. I, I Obviously, we, we've talked about who we want to be in that movie. Um, what would I want to see done? What do I think could be done really well? You know what? No, I think what if you, you think gave... Don't, don't put that into the equation. Just like... like no, but yeah, I mean, I would want, I would want something. My my point is, that I would want something to be, I'd want something that I would enjoy watching. And there yeah. are certain games that that would be fun to see certain pieces of, but yeah. wouldn't work well as like a, a full film or like a TV series. Yeah. Um. However, uh, did you ever play um, Ratchet and Clank? Yeah. I did. That would be a really good um, uh, animated movie. Like if you had like Illumination at the helm of that. Um, you know, yeah, with no, you're the, right. the same no. people that did like, you know, minions and stuff like that. That could be mm-hmm. a really good movie. No, it could. No, I think it, you hit the nail on the head though. That the creative directive of that would definitely with that power behind that would work so well. It would really work well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you two very distinct and different um genres in the same line in the same line of talking about how you were saying ratchet and clink and that i would like i would like to see a similar type of development and i don't know how it would work completely but the answer to mario from sony was uh, crash bandicoot so um crash bandicoot Along the same lines as what you were saying in that Illumin or not not Illuminati. What is it called? Illuma what? Uh, illumination. Yeah, Illumination. Illuminati too. But yeah, Illumination. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, it's not a secret cult of cartoons, <laughs> <laughs> just for the listeners. <laughs> so, Crash Bandicoot, I would like uh, because I do think that there's a lot of pieces with that. I think it would be cool. Uh, the other one that I have probably invested a very large portion of my life into um, <laughs> would be two. Actually, there's two. There's two more. I'm sorry. Um, uh, we'll start with the first one, Diablo, Diablo, Diablo three and how you would do that. I mean, I'm talking hacking. I mean, it's that Diablo three is a hack and slash, but the other one that, um, I probably had spent, I'm going to say all together. I'm going to, I'm not, this is not underestimating it. I probably have spent a year of my life living in Baldur's gate so um you're you're talking about like a physical year like if you put if you put like all the minutes in a day and multiplied that by 365 yeah you mean like that many minutes within video game yeah it's the same one that i gave a story about a long time ago about where the computer crashed and i took it to geek squad and it had pictures of my children on it from when they were babies and the computer went in and I'm talking to the guy and it, and I told my wife, I said, we got to take it up there to get this shit off. We got to get the pictures off because if we don't get the pictures off, they could be lost forever, you know? And I get up there and the first thing I say to the guy is like, Hey man, I got like, I got like, I got like three years of Baldur's Gate on here. I got to <laughs> get this off. And, and she's next to me and she's looking at me. And she's like, Oh, and there's in the photo files. I need all the photo files as well. <laughs> so, um, but those are two that I'd like to see. I mean, Baldur's Gate is a and d product, so I mean, they. I mean, D and D doesn't really delve too far into that. I and that's something that I wonder about D and D. It's like D and D has had a huge resurgence with um, the um, Stranger Things, but outside of D and D, did a cartoon back in the day. And stuff, but and but what has D and D done since? Right? It's like they have a they have a platform, and they have a product. They have they they have books. They have tons of novels. I mean, I used when I was read, I used to, I read a ton of D and D books, and um, there's a lot there. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, it's a whole world that 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 they've created and now have made in a sense continuity that. Um, could be played out very quickly, but those are two that I think would be cool. One, Diablo, just from the hack and slash side of it, and then two, Baldur's Gate from the D and D side of it. But ultimately, those are the three that I'd like to see. I think Bandicoot, Diablo, and Baldur's Gate. Those are my those are my three. So, but I like your um, you're you're talking about Dungeons and Dragons. The there's a uh, Netflix movie being made on D and D, like a D and D Netflix. Now movie. you, now you bring it out. Now, now you bring it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, sorry. Right. So, is it a movie about D and D, or is it about? No, it's a D and D movie. Yeah. Really. Yeah, D and D adapted movie. Wow, that's cool. That's, I I don't know the state on it. Um, if you you can find it on. Netflix, if you go to Dungeons and Dragons, that's kind of what I've done. Um, But the 
it's you it's it's on their page so it's it's actively like being um uh developed huh so would it say if it's live or animated um it doesn't say it just says uh, i'll read you the description on netflix um netflix says uh in the Ismer Empire Elite Wizards rule powerless or powerless uh, commoners. When the Empress uh, vows to bring equality to the land, the evil uh, Profian uh, plots to oust her. Starring Justin Wallen, Jeremy Irons, um, Marlon Wayans. Uh, Marlon Wayans? Yeah. Genres of action adventure, adventure, sci fi, and fantasy. This movie is suspenseful. Huh. I like it. Yep. When you have Wizard saying ouster, then by all means, it should be good. And Marlon Wayans playing, I'm sure, like some sort of imp or something. Yeah. Wasn't Marlon Wayans the one that did the. Um, oh, God. Hold on a second. It will come back to me. It's my son's one of my son's favorite movies. The one where he plays the uh, midget or like the little midget baby. Um, yeah. Um, that commits a crime and then he's. Yeah, What's I know exactly called? what I'm talking about. I don't remember. Um, Dude, it's so stupid. Something just, the man or like the little man. Little man. Yeah. Little man. And my son said, he goes, dude, you have to watch this. This is so funny. And by the way, it's old. The movie's old. And um, I'm like, "Uh, no, I've seen Little Man a long time ago. I said, I'm good. I don't want to see this again. He's like, no, you have to watch this. And he put it on. And we're watching it. And I'm like, you know what? i got to be honest with you. As as much as I – it's funny. It is funny. It is funny. I can't. It's just, I don't know what it is about that movie, but it's funny. I mean, and that's why it's still around, and the kid that, <laughs> that's 20 years removed from when it was released still finds it funny. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's ridiculous. But anyways, but Little Man, so I'm not going to I'm not going to give a full review on Little Man, but it was funny. Watch it. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, that's 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 all I got. I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Um, did you you have any um, other news or anything anything additional to add on to um, what we no, talked Dan, about today? I, I, did, I did hit Danley up tonight and said, "Hey, dude, give me a question or whatever." So, but I'll give you the uh, traditional uh, Dan. This is a Pittsburgh thing. So, uh, Danley said that I would he would love to give a question and everything, but he is in the middle of working a fish fry at the fire department. Very nice. So, yeah. So um, for all the Catholics that may listen to us on Friday, you eat fish during the lentil season, I guess. And um, in Pittsburgh, that's a big thing. Everybody eats fish on Friday, even if you're not. It's just like, I mean, if you wanted to put it this way, if you're in Pittsburgh and you want to go out and have a steak, do it now. You can go to Outback and there's no wait. I mean, no wait. So anyways, but he was bitching about all the uh, the, the quality of the food. So, but, um, and I thought, oh, oh, wait, I did thought I would irritate, um, Danley if I, if I may, Josh, if you'll humor me. Go ahead. So, um, Danley, just for you, um, there's a new album that just came out by Judicus called Ignatius. 
So if you know anything about Judah Kiss, which I'm probably my listeners may not know too much about, he's one of the original <laughs> Rough Riders. Um, he's from Yonkers, um, New York, and uh, he's a rapper. He's a rapper and um, a rapist, a rapper. And uh, anyways, actually, it's not bad. If you like rap, it's a pretty good album. I just listened to it today. just came out, and um, it's pretty cool. And Josh, I thought somebody's going to start adding maybe some music stuff in, too. So since yeah. we're doing it, I'm just going to add a couple of little things that I that I listened to recently that I like. Um, the other one that just came out was, too, Stone Temple Pilots um, released yeah. an album. Yeah, and it was without, of course, Waylon, obviously. Yeah. But it's, it's a complete acoustical deal. It's not the Stone Temple Pilots that you've heard before. Really good, dude. Loved it. I actually enjoyed it. I first time I played through it, I'm like, mm, not sure. Second time, loved it, dude. It really is catchy. It's it, it's it's very it's melodic in a sense that it definitely lulls you in and it, it keeps you there. And um, I think it's a good piece and um, it's uh, worth a listen if you like that type of genre and um and the last thing uh, as far as country goes too uh lauren elena she has a six shot that just she dropped today too which is uh which is pretty good i like her a lot she's pretty talented and um you know anyways. she went to uh, you know she went to high school with andrea right well that well she should go on the podcast then well, yeah i mean i would be happy to have her i think she's <laughs> probably a little bit too busy for us but <laughs> Josh, who could possibly do <laughs> Okay, what could you possibly do on Fridays between 10 and 1 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I don't know. But no, she's really talented and I, I think like her new her new album is really good. She's got a she's got a really nice voice, so um I do jump around a lot with my likes, but I just always I know that uh like um, Danley loves to hear uh, about my rap love, so I thought would throw that out there. And I already give props up to the uh, the Beastie Boys uh, coming out on Amazon soon. So watch that. But other than that, um, I think I'll start doing that. I think I'll th- I think I will start throwing a couple uh, new releases up because I, I do definitely make an effort to try to listen to new tunes at least once a week to see what's new and what's popping and, and what's out there. So anyways, that's it. That's all I got, Josh. Cool. Well, uh, that is a new segment of the show. Yeah. Um, I, we got nothing else. Um, I, I just wanted to take a second and point out, um, we've broken our first milestone record yeah, on Facebook. Thanks, yeah. Thanks. Hey, you know what? I want to I want to give Josh a thanks though too though. Josh, I you know props up to you, brother. You have um, you have really done a ton of work and it's it's appreciated. And um, you know you do way more than I do, and there's no doubt about that. But I mean, it, you know, as I keep watching it grow and see what's going on, you know that's that's props to you, brother. So thank you um yeah i mean obviously i love doing this um i i love that people actually enjoy listening to us and and reading our articles and and um being a part of the facebook page and uh twitter Oh, my God.
Oh. 